Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is happening is the Nintendo Powercast, Nintendo News Minute. I'm your host, N64Josh, and we're going to be jumping in to the news for Monday, April 10th. And the Nintendo News Cycle, pretty dominated by the Mario movie. We're going to be talking about an interview with Chris Pratt where he talks about doing the voice. We're also going to be talking about where Nintendo got some of the uh, inspiration for some of the characters, as well as the records that have just been being blown out of the water by the Mario movie. And lastly, Nintendo ninjas are going after the Zelda art book leaker. So we're going to jump into all of this before we do. Of course, I want to invite you into the discord n 64 josh.com slash discord. There is a link in the description. So, Let's jump into this here, shall we? Chris Pratt. Of course, we all were discussing his voice. You know, he's going to be Mario. How's that going to work? What about Charles Martinet? You know, how's he going to sound? And I, my opinion, I think he, I think he knocked it out of the park. I think he did a fantastic job, but it didn't necessarily start out that way. He was recently talking to Variety and this is what uh, this is. This is what he had to say. He says, for a minute, I walked in and they were like, that's a little New Jersey. You're doing a Tony Soprano thing. Now, I've saw some pretty funny memes with with Tony uh, talking about the Mario movie. If I can find them, I'll throw them in my Instagram or on the uh, on Twitter because they, they, they were pretty good. But pretty funny to hear that that they said he was sounding a little too Tony Soprano like. It's it's just really funny to think about Mario sounding like that that rugged, you know, that tough. And uh, Pratt wasn't the only one that was sounding a little too, a little too uh, uh, Jersey mob. Uh, Charlie Day also had uh, had 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 some issues sounding a little too Goodfellas, as we're as we'll read on here. But uh, so 
you know, right off the bat, of course, Chris is like, how you know, trying to figure out what does Mario sound like? Is are you know, are the are the Mario brothers gonna be like Italian? Are they gonna sound American? Right. And and ultimately he and they ended up leaning into their kind of the Brooklyn accent and less about the Italian accent, but that you could hear the Italian accent during the commercial that is kind of aired for everybody for you know the Super Mario Brothers plumbing service. Um and of course, there were def some definite throwbacks to Charles Martinet. We heard during the during the trailers. I'm not going to go into anything spoilery here um, but during the trailers, you know, where Chris Pratt would be like, woohoo, like when he was on the cart and stuff like that. But uh, uh, this is from, I believe, I don't know if this is from Pratt or uh, or Charlie Day, but it says we tried different things, different voices. Uh, Day added. So, yes, from Charlie it says every now and then they would say, Charlie, maybe a little less good fellas. Uh, in this one, I'm like, all right, I I think you're wrong, but fine. Until they landed on something they liked, and they both really knocked knocked it out of the park. Uh, I think I I was not, I didn't really know what to expect because it's it's difficult when you have a character that really talks very little and kind of just says wahoo and lets it go, um, to then have them be speaking through an entire movie. But I, I think they knocked it out of the park. The thing that's going to be interesting is if and when we finally get a Legend of Zelda movie, what is Link going to sound like and who is going to voice act Link? Let me know in the comments below if you're watching this on YouTube or if you're listening just to the audio version, there's a spot that you can uh, you can leave your answer as well. So uh, going forward here, looking, um, it says... For us, it made total sense. Harvard said, uh, Chris is really good at playing a blue collar hero with a ton of heart. Um, for the way that, uh, for the way that Mario is characterized in our film, he is perfect. And, uh, I, you know, I would agree. It says to develop, to develop the voice, um, I sampled various Italian and New York accents. Pratt told Variety, um, and, and that's in their Super Mario, uh, cover story. Um, as the directors and I developed the character, we came to land on a voice that is different than Charles Martinet's version of Mario, but also different from my own voice. He says, my hope is that people will come into the movie with an open mind that once they see the film, any criticism around Mario accent will disappear. And again, I've I've said it multiple times already in this episode that I think he did a great job. I, it, it did not take me out of the the. Uh, immersion or the experience at all i've seen the movie three times now and every time i see it i like it more and uh so i i think he did great but again you know what are your thoughts please be sure to share them in the comments below now this is from nintendo life here it says mario movie used unreleased nintendo designs to create certain characters so of course this this may be a little uh this may be a little bit of a spoiler okay so you may want to you may want to fast forward a little bit. I won't be on this uh, on this too long, but this is kind of cool, and it's not it's not too spoilery. It's not it's not going to take take too much away, but it is a little bit of a spoiler. Um, so talking the design. Let's see. Speaking to Polygon, the animators, uh, the animation directors, Aaron uh, Horvath and Michael Jelinek mentioned how they wanted a family dinner to help set the scene and Nintendo was completely open to it, providing some unreleased sketches to help to help out the design of Mario's mom and dad ended up being very close to Nintendo's unused versions 
apparently. In fact, his father in the movie is described as being a one-to-one design adaption of Nintendo's original, and Mario's mother only had a few changes to her. Um, With some other family members, the movie team strayed just a little bit from the original designs. So, and then this this is a quote here, and it says, it goes back to grounding the characters. We wanted to have them at a lively family dinner scene, so it's like, well, we need a bunch of people. Who would be there? Mario's mom, dad. Uh, he was going to have to have a couple of uncles who were like, you know, uh, breaking his balls. And those are his dad's brothers. Uncle Arthur, played by uh, John DiMaggio. And Uncle Tony, played by Reno Romano. And his Aunt Marie. Uh, the quote continues, said Nintendo were completely open to it. They were fully on board with this cinematic representation of Mario. So they were totally on board with creating his, uh, creating this family for Mario. They did send us some character sketches that they had done years ago that had never been used. So what kind of game was Nintendo? I'm assuming game was Nintendo planning to add Mario and Luigi's parents. Maybe, maybe this goes all the way back to like the super Nintendo era of Yoshi's Island where Mario and Luigi were, were babies. I don't know. Interesting. Interesting to hear that they had some old sketches lying around. And honestly, to me, I think Mario's dad looked like a particular character that we see in the Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. But I'm not going to say anything more than that. So moving on, heading over to, to, to my site, n64josh.com, the Super Mario Brothers movie is a record-breaking blockbuster. Wait until you guys see this list. It is extensive. Many, many records have been just just destroyed by this movie. And in most cases, it is beating the expectations of, uh, of Nintendo and Illumination. And that's fantastic because hopefully that means we get to see a lot more of Mario on the big screen and not just Mario, but hopefully Nintendo, like just Nintendo in general, because I'm still holding out hope for that animal crossing movie. Cause I just want to see Raymond on the big screen, you know, also I wouldn't mind seeing my boy rolled and, uh, um, a few other of the, uh, animal crossing characters. I mean, Nook, Nook, speaking of like a Tony Soprano voice, I think, uh, I think, you know, I think that's how Nook would sound. What do you think? Let me know. Let me know in the comments, but this movie is uh, just an absolute blockbuster hit um, animated adventure based on the classic video game crushed the competition with its jaw dropping 204.6 million domestic and 377 million global debut over the long Easter weekend. Like I said, I've seen it three times. Absolutely adore it. Highly recommend you guys go and check it out. So it says those results far exceeded expectations or even surpassed the the starts of recent installments in Universal's biggest franchises like Jurassic World Domination. Um, I'm sorry, Dominion. And that was 145 million domestically and Fast and the Furious 9. That was 70 million. So. Expect a sequel to be announced faster than you can say. Let's go. All right. So here's a few of the statistics for the records that uh, Super Mario Brothers movie is is breaking. Highest grossing debut of 2023. 
wonder if anything's going to be able to beat it out. There are some big blockbusters coming this year. Guardians of the Galaxy 3. And there's a new Transformers movie as well. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's a, it's a good year if you're a movie fan. That is for sure. Biggest five-day, Wednesday to Sunday, opening of all time. I was there Wednesday. I almost went. I tried to go Tuesday night at midnight, but uh, the theaters closest to me were not doing midnight showings, unfortunately. Second biggest debut ever for an animated movie. Highest grossing debut for a video game adaption. You know, and speaking of just video game adaption, like we're seeing a shift. We are seeing a shift in the way video game adaptions are being treated. They're sticking closer to the source material and it's working. It's not necessarily working with critics, but critics, but it's working with the fans. The audience loves this movie. We all loved last of us. And the, but you can also look at halo from just a, just what last year and it kind of flopped. But what did they say? The showrunners were like, we didn't stick. We, we don't even know what the games are like. We've never played them. And it kind of was a flop, like stick to the source material and you're going to resonate with the fans. When you don't stick with the source material, it doesn't really seem to resonate with anybody unless, unless they can pull some really good story out of it. But we really haven't seen that much when it comes to these video game adaptions. And yeah, Mario is crazy. A plumber goes to a mushroom kingdom. He's eating mushrooms. He's getting, that makes him get big. It makes zero sense, but it makes sense to all of us that have been playing it ever since it came out in the 1980s. So as I continue, uh, biggest international op uh, opening of 2023, second biggest animated opening of all time international, biggest illumination opening of all time international, biggest video game opening of all time international, biggest global opening of 2023, highest illumination opening of all time global biggest video game opening of all time global and highest animated opening weekend ever for IMAX. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I haven't made it to the IMAX yet to see this, but it's, uh, it's, it's one of my goals and I might even go check out the, the 4DX or whatever. I saw Andre from game explain talking about that. So that might be, that might be something I go and check out as well. Cause it's not, I have never experienced that. And this might just be the movie for it. Really exciting to see how well this is, this movie is doing. And again, I cannot wait to see what we, you know, what we have in store for potential sequels spinoffs there's so much here that they can dig into and and so many different directions they can take it and i'm i'm really excited and you know i have an episode coming out where i dig into a bunch of easter eggs i went for a third time and found even more easter eggs that aren't even going to be in that episode it is crazy how many easter eggs are are just sprinkled into this movie and it is just such a love letter to mario fans so Again, if you haven't seen it yet, highly, highly, highly recommend going and checking it out. Uh, lastly, for our Nintendo News Minute here, Nintendo Ninjas are on the hunt. This is from Torrent Freak. Torrentfreak.com. It says, Nintendo hunts down Zelda Tears of the Kingdom leaker on Discord. So let's see what what I'm seeing is that uh, 
Um, there's DMC takedown sent to Discord. It's currently unclear how this book managed to link uh, leak so far in advance of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom's official launch date. The publication noted at the time. Let's see. Uh, two months later, it is clear that Nintendo is very aware of the leak and they have a specific internet user in mind as the potential leaker. And on February 21st, Nintendo of America sent a DMC note, DMCA notice to discord. Um, the complaint targeted a discord channel named tears of the kingdom, official discord server. The notice went on to target six specific URLs featuring images or links to images from Nintendo's copyright protected and unreleased special edition art book for the Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom video game in violation of Nintendo's rights. Just eight minutes after the takedown notice was sent to the to Discord, the platform acknowledged the complaint and told Nintendo that the, the content will be removed promptly. Around 10 hours after sending the initial takedown notice, Nintendo followed up with a request for immediate review and takedown of the discord channel noting that members were still distributing the pre-released artwork using direct messages and links additionally some members have been assigned the role of the pdf pirate which identifies them as the source for the pdf files of the infringed art book images for your uh let's see for your review we may also provide screenshots from the server featuring four members and a brief description below highlighting their activity in the servers so this is wow this is this is crazy they are they are not messing around and it looks like on friday april 4th nintendo america attorney filed an application for dmca subpoena at a district court in california Referencing the notices sent to Discord in respect of the copyrighted protected and unreleased special edition art book of The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, the company highlights a Discord channel and a specific user. Nintendo of America is requesting the attached proposed subpoena that would order Discord Inc. to disclose, identify, including the names, addresses, telephone numbers, and email addresses of the user Julian. Hashtag 27 or number 2743 who was responsible for posting infringing content that appeared on the following channel discord uh, channel the following channel discord channel zelda tears of the kingdom and uh yeah if you guys are watching the video here you can actually see the you can see the uh the uh the legal documents right there on the screen so that is that is crazy this is this is wild like nintendo is not messing around and hopefully hopefully as this story plays out we're gonna it'll be i feel like this person's gonna become the example of what not to do if you end up with something like this do not do not distribute it because man nintendo seems to be coming down hard this person is probably just absolutely sweating uh bullets right now because yeah wild wild well let me know your thoughts on everything that is happening in the world of nintendo if there is a if there is a topic you'd like me to cover make sure to leave it in the comments below 
If you got any kind of breaking news or anything like that, you can send it to uh, info at n64josh.com. Thank you guys so much for listening. Appreciate you all so very much. Of course, hit that like and subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube, and we will see you in the next one. Bye, everybody.